Brother Lou. All right. Amen. Well, let's open in prayer. Ask the Lord to bless this message. The devil, the devil attacks, and uh, we keep on pressing on for the Lord. Amen. All right. Father in heaven, Lord, we do uh, come before you right now. We ask, Lord, that, uh, Lord, you will just keep the devil at bay as he tries to distract and take the seed uh, from our hearts that are planted by you, Lord. Lord, I pray that you protect them and uh, let it grow and that we may bring forth fruit, Lord, in our lives. Um, Lord, it gets old not doing anything for you, not doing enough for you. And as time goes on and passes by, Lord, that's all we can say. I wish I would have done more for the Lord. I wish I could do more for the Lord, but we can. As long as we have breath, we can still praise the Lord. As long as we have breath, we can still do something for you. And I pray, oh God, that you would nurture anything planted by you today. Lord, I pray that you send forth your word by your commandment, by your power. Lord, let it not return void unto yourself. And do whatsoever you please with it. We need you, O oh Lord, and you alone. We do pray for Brother Lou. Thank you for him, Lord. pray that you would be with him, uh, protect him, and help him, O oh God, with his health conditions and, and everything, Lord, he goes through. I pray for him. Lord, it's good to have people praying for one another. And uh, Lord, I pray that you would be with him now. Bless this church. Bless everybody here. If anybody here does not know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. Father, I pray that you would uh, just speak to their heart and, and uh, deal with them, Lord, and let it be from you in a special way that they may receive you into their heart and get saved, receive forgiveness of sins once and for all, and never have to look back. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. It's great to have everyone here uh, this evening. Thank you for coming on a Monday night. Thank you. Thank you for coming. I hope the Lord does something great in your life uh, that tonight. He does always. He's always working. Uh, God never sleeps. God is always good. God loves you, and he will always keep loving you no matter what. And thank God for that. He's a friend that we can count on. He's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother, and he's a true and faithful friend. I, we were witnessing, uh, we just right before service, we started a new ministry you might find it funny, but it's needed. It's called Get in the Van Ministry. What we do is we take the church van, we drive around, and we, uh, we find people maybe uh, not doing so well on the street and say, hey, get in the van, come to church. <laughs> Amen. W woke some people up today. We started it today, and uh, we've been talking about it for a while, but we started it today, and uh, guess what? Uh, People were waking up. Somebody cares about you. God is here knocking at your life. There is hope. Amen. God is still working. God has not forsaken us. We have forsaken God. And that is why we are in the situation we are in as mankind. Uh, this city is obviously, you don't have to try to prove it to anybody. Um, it's going to hell. Quick. People are dying all around us. The sin is abounding, as the Bible says it would. Uh, the love of many is just getting colder and colder and colder. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 6. We need help in these last days. And it's not a different type of help. It's just a reminder. Number one, we need supernatural help. This is a supernatural 
uh, walk, we need supernatural help. We need power. Uh, none of us have the ability to live any different than who we are. We don't. It has to be by the Spirit of God that equips and enables us. And the moment you got saved, the moment you became born again, the Holy Spirit of God came inside of you and enables us to live a life that we cannot otherwise live. His grace is always there to help us. His strength is always there. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is in us. We have a power in us by the Holy Spirit of God to do the things uh, that we can't do. To walk the way Christ wants us to walk. If you think about it, there is nothing that you cannot do when you have the Lord. You can turn uh, this city upside down for Christ. We don't need anything else. We don't need any new methods. We went out uh, today just trying to get some people real quick, and it was the same old message. It was about Christ. You need Jesus. That's it. Jesus. Jesus is the answer. He is the great physician. He's the healer. He sets the captives free. He makes the lame to walk. He causes the blind to see. For he is able. Amen? We sing that little kid's song. He's able. He's able. I know he's able. I know my Lord is able to carry me through. He's able. He's able. I know he's able. I know my Lord is able to carry me through. He heals the brokenhearted. You ever have some broken heart? We try to cover it up with sin and, and more sorrow. Jesus can heal it. He heals the brokenhearted. And he sets the captives free. We tried to pick up a guy today. He said, I, I'll I would come, but... I wouldn't be any good. I'm, I just need that one hit. If I had it right before you came, I, I would be able to come. He sets the captives free. I read in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as has common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way. Make a way. But are you willing to take that way? Oh, that way. That way is walking with the Lord. That way is giving up of yourself, giving into the Spirit of God. And we'll find out that we know that God is able. We know that God will provide. We know that God will supernaturally work things out for us. But do we want him to? He will make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. We find out that we love our sin more than we think. We'll find out. Because of God's grace, there is no excuse to sin. God's grace is there, and it abounds greater as sin abounds. And because of that grace, there is no excuse as well. And therefore, we find out that we love our sin more than anything else. And the reason we do sin 
is because we want to, because we love it. But a turning of the heart and realize that God is good and he loves us and he truly is the only way. He truly is the only truth and he truly is the only life worth living for. Until we find that out and realize that and turn with a repentant heart, we'll never be done with our own way. That same old way that ends us up in the pit, that same old way that ends us up in the turmoil, the same old way that ends us up in depression, the same old way that ends us up with emptiness. Until we're willing to take God's way, we'll always come up empty-handed. Isn't that right? But God makes the way still. He's faithful, God. He'll never turn us down. He'll never cast us aside. Uh, we don't have to try to hide our sins from God. God knows it already. Uh, God, it's never changed anything between you and God. God, his view for you, he loves you. He loves me. But we are some messed up people, amen? Uh, you ever meet anybody that uh, you think you're going to be best friends with? And, hey, do you... Let's get some pizzas. Everything's going good until you talk about an issue or something. Let's get some pizzas. Oh, well, I don't eat pizza. Oh, what? <laughs> what kind of person is this that don't eat pizza? Oh, well, what do you eat? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about what you eat. I, mean, I got some rocks in the garden or something. When they, <laughs> why is this a big thing about, obviously, we can't work things out as a friend. If, you, if this is getting too complicated to eat some pizza and stuff, right? And uh, sometimes uh, we get complicated, too complicated for ourselves. We make, we're the ones who make life complicated in reality. But God is willing to work with us. God is willing to use us who we are. God is willing to take our previous life and turn it and use it for his honor and glory. Did you know that? Only Jesus can take a mess and make it into a masterpiece. Why hide a mess when you approach the Lord? Give him everything. Lord, Clean me up. When Jesus came to wash Peter's feet, Peter said, no, Lord, you can't touch my feet. That's how we are. We push God back. I'm good, Lord. And Jesus said, Peter, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part with me. And when he realized what Christ was trying to do, to serve him, and not resist the Lord. Then he gave in. And Peter said, Lord, not just my feet, but my head and my hands. Wash all of me clean. And that's what we need. Lord, wash me. There is no good thing in me, oh God. I can't offer you anything. Would you still accept me? Of course. Lord, I can't bring anything. I just come humbly to the cross. No gift I bring, but simply to the cross I cling. We need to realize that God is on our side. And we don't need to bring God anything 
God has already accepted you. If you're saved today, he looks at you clothed in his son's righteousness, washed by the blood of Christ, and has freed you from the chains of sin. To live any longer therein is now our choice. But now we can get out that old bed and rise up and walk as Jesus had commanded the crippled man. Take that bed and walk. God, I can't. I'm crippled. Yes, you can. I have given you the power and strength in every bone and muscle in your body now. By the power invested in God Almighty, it is indwelt inside of you. And you can walk for Christ and do some mighty things for God. Would you take that way this morning? If you would, stand with me. Ephesians chapter 6. The Bible says in verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. We don't have any strength. There will come a time in your life where you will meet your match, whether it be a trial or a temptation, and you will find out that your strength is no good to you any longer. But we need to depend and realize that God's strength is available to us and get that strength. And in the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. He's a tricky devil. He's a deceitful devil. And he will trick you time and time and time again. Oh, Lord, he got me again. Oh, Lord, he got me again. Oh, Lord, he got me again. And 70 times 70, you'll be repeating it to the Lord again and again and again. And 70 times 70, he'll be taking you back. Taking you back, taking you back. That's all right, son, I got you. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. No wonder, no wonder we're helpless. Greater powers attack us, greater than us. We need the strength and power of God. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able. It is possible. You can do it by the strength of God to stand, to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand is stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you should be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Father in heaven, Lord, help us, I pray. Turn our hearts to you, O God. Turn us, we pray. Make our lives worth living. Give us hope. Give us a vision, lest we perish. Open our eyes that we may see glimpses of truth thou hast for me. Place in our hands the wonderful key that shall unclasp and set us free. Oh, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. The Bible says, take unto you the whole armor of God. It is available, but you have to take it and put it on. It's not going to put on itself. 
why we go through the same repetitive cycle like the children of Israel. They turned away from the Lord. God sent an enemy. Then they cried to the Lord. God sent a deliverer. And what happened after that? Repeat. They turned away from the Lord. God sent judgment, an enemy. Then they cried to the Lord. God sent a deliverer. Then what happened after that? Repeat. Hmm. That sounds like me. Does this sound like anybody else? Ah, amen. Let me get a witness here. Yeah. Uh, okay, I get tempted. I fall into sin. I confess. I get tempted. I fall into sin. I confess. God takes me back every time. It, a circle. And I find out the years just go by. No growth in my walk. No fruit in my life. What's the Bible say here? Take, take unto you the whole arm of God. That sounds like some work. I need to get some work done uh, for the Lord. That means I need to spend time with God. I need to uh, dedicate this in my life that I'm going to do these things. It's not going to happen by itself. If I'm waiting for God, God's waiting for me type of scenario. Oh, I'm waiting for God to do a great work. No, God's waiting for you to do a great work. We need to turn our hearts, turn it back to the Lord. Problem is we've been blinded. Sin blinds us. Our own pride blinds us. The, de the devil deceives, and we can't see too far off, as the Bible says. God says, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. You can ask, it doesn't even have to be a church person. Go ask any, just pick some random person. Say, hey, what do you think about today? Is it pretty evil out there? Oh, yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> ask anybody. We need the armor of God. We worry about the kids growing up in this world, right? God's got the grace. The more sin abounds, grace abounds greater. We don't have to worry about those things. They're going, to be grow they're going to be glowing lights for God. The darker this world gets, they're going to be glowing. God's going to make of them mighty preachers and men of faith and women of faith for his honor and glory. We don't have to worry about them. Train up a child in the way they should go, and when they're old, they'll not depart from it. Train them up in Christ. We need to worry about putting on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand. Do you want to stand? Do you want to go in God's way? You'll find out that naturally you don't. We want to have our sin, uh, and we want to live for God, but we want to have our sin on the side as well. And you know it affects you dearly. The only one you deceive is yourself. God is there, though, to help you. He's going to be there all the whole way to see you through. I'm going to go to Ezekiel 22. Read you a verse, verse 30. Ezekiel 22, 30. This is a very popular verse. Ezekiel 
I'll never forget, we went soul winning. I took a couple of the boys with me. Richard, I don't know if you were with me. Where's Richard at? He vacated. Oh, there he is, Richard. Uh, a couple of the boys were with me. And uh, we, we went to this apartment complex. It's a, it's a great story. Now, the inside of the apartment uh, building, there was a lot of apartments. But you had to get in. Now, I had a key. It was an old card in my wallet. <laughs> and we were able to get in. And the boys, Richard, were you with me with this? He was. It was you, Philip? Okay. And we got in. And the boys were saying, you can't be doing that. It's breaking in. So listen, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen this on Cops. No. <laughs> Listen, the gospel supersedes every law of the land. See this book here? It spoke everything into existence. If I was selling something, yeah, I wouldn't do that. But I'm spreading the gospel. There's no bounds, amen? There's no restrictions to the gospel. If it be for man, amen. If it be for God, though, praise the Lord. So we got in. Now check this out. We're knocking on doors. A little scary in there. Some dark hallways. I mean, this place was a little rough to be in. We're knocking on doors, apartments. And How did you get in here? Sir, can I show you about Jesus? How did you get in? Who let you in? Sir, that... That doesn't, what are you talking about? That does not matter. You see, Jesus loves you. That's all that matters. Amen? And we, walked, we, we got to this one door. And we knocked on the door. A lady, she opens the door. And she's just staring. Just like that. And I said, ma'am... We're from Gospel Light Baptist Church. I'm just here to share with you Jesus. I love you. I'll die for you. And, uh, and I just start preaching away to her. And she was totally speechless. Do you know why she was so speechless? Because before I knocked, she was on the other side of that door saying, Oh God, I am so done with my life. I'm at the bottom. I can't take another step. Would you please send somebody in my life? Amen. Hi, ma'am. I'm from Gospel Light Baptist Church. We, we just broke into your apartment complex. God told me to break in and share with you the gospel. Amen. Ezekiel 22, verse 30, the Bible says, and I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge. Now, do you know what a hedge is? It's just bushes. It's just bushes. That's all it is, guys. It's just bushes. Stand in the gap. Before me. For who? For the land. 
You're the hope right now. You're the hope of the family. You're the hope of the neighbors. You're the hope of the children. Jesus seeks for someone. What do I got to do? Just got to be there. Just for a bush. Make up a hedge. I'm nothing special. I don't have piano skills and all that like the other people. Stand. Stand in the gap. Stand. God says to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to do that. But are you willing to put it on? You have to make a conscious decision, a hard decision to drop the sin and say, Lord, I am done with it. I am done with my life. I hand it over to you. I want to be that man. I'm going to be that woman to make up the gap and be a hedge. I'm not much, but I will stand there. God says, that's all I'm looking for. I'll do the rest. He'll send people to help you. He'll send blessings to support you. Everything you need, he will supply. I told the Lord, Lord, as a pastor of this church, may I never make a decision based on the finances we have. Give me the faith to see what you have and to see your will and do it. Amen. You say, well, the Bible says that a wise man, he, he sees what he has before he builds it. Lord, help me to see what you have before I build it. Give me the wisdom and the faith to see the riches of glory and not what I have. Is God's work limited by finances? Is God's work limited by man? No. We just need someone to stand by faith and stand in the gap and do the work of God. If you think about it, there's no limit to what you could do for God, for the land. Are you willing to see people healed? Are you willing to see the eyes of the blind opened for the land, for our Savior? Would you stand before God for the land's sake as Moses stood before the plague Oh, God, stop. It's enough. Lest you wipe us all out. And God stopped it. God has the power. Would you help deliver it? God has the medicine and the cure. Would you help give it? Make up the hedge. There was a woman in the Bible. Oh, there's so many amazing women in God's word. The world does not know what they're talking about. Women of faith, powerful women. Let's go to Joshua.
Joshua chapter 6. There was a woman named Rahab. Rahab, the Bible says, she was a harlot. You say, oh, God can never use a woman like that. Oh, he does. In fact, oftentimes, because those that have not come from rough lives, often become too self-righteous and prideful. And God has to use women and men like this for the honor and glory of God. To show that there is hope for even people who have the thought they have destroyed their lives. But there is no limit to God's restoration. God says, if the devil gets a hold of any, anybody, like a lion, God will kill that lion and even take out an ear from one of his sheep. That's all God needs, just one piece of you. Say, it's, that lamb is done, never done. You're never done. For the honor and glory of God, not of yourself, let God's name be lifted up in your life like a testimony, a beautiful story. Rahab, the two spies said, hang that thread outside your house, a scarlet rope, and we'll make sure that you're saved. In verse 23, the young men that were spies went in and brought out Rahab. Everyone in her house. The house was protected. And that scarlet rope that hung out. Reminds me of the Passover. Didn't matter who was inside. Come in. Everyone's safe inside. Reminds me of the ark. Everyone's safe inside. Rahab went the extra mile. She said, you're telling me that Anyone who's safe in my house, anyone who comes in my house are going to be safe. Yeah. You know what she did? She loaded her house up. Everyone that would hear, everyone that would listen, she went around the city saying, hey, God's going to destroy this city. But if you go in, you're going to be safe. You're going to, if you go in, you'll be all right. They were the enemies. They were uh, from Jericho. If you go in, you're safe, though. doesn't matter who you are, where you came from. You go in there, you're going to be all right. And the young men that were spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren and all that she had. She stuffed them in there. And they brought out all her kindred and left them without the camp of Israel. Wow. A woman like that, used for the honor and glory of God. Remember the woman at the well? Thou hast five husbands, and the one you're with now. You know what she did? 
She turned her life. She got, she received Christ. And she went out and started bringing everybody to the Lord. Come, come meet my Savior. Come meet him. She was standing in the gap. Rahab stood in the gap for the land. Woman at the well stood in the gap. Would you stand in the gap? The Bible says in Ephesians 6, verse 12, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. This is our problem. We get too involved with flesh and blood matters. We get wrapped up with politics. We get wrapped up with news. We get wrapped up with social issues. We get wrapped up with everything and in, apply that into the word of God where it has no application. Only thing we need to know is that Christ died for me. And he could save your soul as well. He that entangled himself with the affairs of this world shall, cannot be a good soldier, the Bible says. We don't wrestle against these things. We are called of heaven in the kingdom of God to go out and preach the gospel to every creature for the hope and glory of God. Who will stand in the gap? Who will not entangle himself with the affairs of this life? Will it be you? Will you choose God's way? God did not give us power to debate. God did not give us power uh, to make a better society. He gave us power to see souls saved. Lives changed for Christ. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses of the power of God to witness. We don't wrestle against the flesh and blood. There's a greater battle. Too many of us are taken out just from social issues and, and, and things of this world. You want to dig into any of us. I've said this before. What are we made of? Dirt. You want to dig into me, you're going to find it. You want to dig into you, you're going to find it. We're all sinners. You want to dig into me, you're going to find sin. You want to dig into you, you're going to find sin. That's why we need Jesus. Stand, therefore. Take unto you the whole arm of God, which is going to enable you to do these things for God. And you're going to have to make a decision to stand. There's been times in my life where I felt like giving up. But I made a decision, Lord, I'm going to stand. Do I feel like giving up? Sure. But I did not, I'm not standing, uh, thinking that these feelings are not going to come upon me. Of course I'm going to feel like giving up. It's part of who I am. It's part of my flesh. But I'm going to stand. There's times where I mess up, I sin. Does that mean I'm done? No, I'm going to stand. If I can just be this hedge, that's not hard to do. That's not hard to be. I'm going to be there for God. I'm going to stand. You see, we let too many things take us out. And some of us even let our own sin take us out. God hath forgiven your sin. You say, I'm done, I'm messed up. No, the devil's telling you. He's the accuser of the brethren. You're never done. You're still breathing. You praise the Lord and you stand. And you delight in the mercy of God. 
Who do you think you are? You're a sinner, saved by grace. When will you ever joy in the mercy of God? Through your righteousness? Through your perfection? Never. You'll never give glory to God. But to realize who you really are. All glory goes to Christ for his forgiveness. When you're lonely, I'm going to give up. All glory goes to him for his comfort. When you need a friend and nobody else. You know when you need a friend and your friends always say the wrong words. All glory goes to Christ for he's the true friend. He said, I've not called you servants. I called you friends. We got it all. And really, when you think about it, there is nothing that you can't do without the Lord. There is no restraint on you. You got all the resources of glory. You got all the power of heaven. You got God himself dwelling in you. One time I was out street preaching. And Justin was with me. And we saw a devil-possessed lady. She was running on all four up the street. You remember that, Justin? And she was growling. Ah! She's going like this. And she, she took off. If you put a saddle on her, you, like a horse. Gone. So much that people were scared. And I said, Justin, this is, this is a really amazing right here. Let's use this for the gospel. And we did. We started preaching the gospel. Hey, buddy, you want to end up like that lady up there? You need Jesus. We led a few people to the Lord that night. Now, I can say she was devil-possessed because the way she was conducting herself, obviously, the way she was uh, running on all four up the street, and she really was, and you know she was devil-possessed completely. Uh, the one time she, she ran through a crib, we were chasing her, literally, like jogging, trying to <laughs> keep up with her. Hey, hey, that lady up there, she bites. Hey, take this track. <laughs> And one time she ran through a crowd and a big fight broke out. Remember that, Justin? And we knew she was devil-possessed. Do you know, if you're saved today, you're possessed with God. Why does the devil get so much glory in, his, in our lives? Why do we let him have our life? Why do we keep giving him? Say, God, when you, when you change me, when you, God says, I've given everything. And I'll keep on giving. But maybe it's that God is waiting for us. Are you willing to stand in the gap? God's going to take you forever who you are. You just say, Lord, I'm here. I'm done with my life. The world is no good. Fame and fortune is empty. I know Christ is everything. I'm done. I'm giving it. There's nothing else in this world. I'm not going to deal with flesh and blood stuff and all these. 
issues of the world and, and how they, they, they confuse things and turn people one against another. We need Christ. He's always been the only way, the only truth, and the only life. I'm going to close with this. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. I don't preach any news. You'll never hear me talking about stuff and Russia and Ukraine and whatever's going on and presidents. And because I know that who knows that what is true about all that. Wars and rumors of wars. It could be just rumors. But what I do know is true, and the only thing that is true is this book right here. Amen. This is what's going to protect us here. And everything I gain from this, you got to be careful what you feed yourself. Let the truth of God wrap you. Your loins or like around your hip area, maybe up to your kidney area. Somebody shoots you there, you're not going to go much further. Having on the breastplate of righteousness, let me say this. This is not talking about your righteousness. There is none righteous, no, not one. This is talking about, remember when the prodigal son came home? The father put on his robe on the son. That's the righteousness of Christ. You're saved today. I am clothed in the righteousness of Christ. I have nothing to claim of my own. I'm out of the picture. That's why I got saved. That's why I got born again. Born again means my old self was done. It was totaled, scratched off the list. I cannot salvage who I am. I am counted out because God said so, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You must be born again. All right, Lord. And I was reborn of his spirit. I wear his righteousness, and underneath is a very filthy, vile man. That's the honest truth. Your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Are you always ready to give the gospel out? Never. If you're saved, you should never shut your mouth. People say, at work, I don't... At work, you can't witness. That's where you witness. I can't, well, I can't go into that apartment building because the door's locked. That's why we're going in. <laughs> if it was open, it's not fun. You gotta, you gotta break in. God's exciting. You have a dull life, you've never preached the gospel. Have fun. Go give the gospel out. Have adventures with God. Make stories of miracles with your God. 
Moses said, God parted this little puddle. Part of a big sea. Rained manna from heaven. We hear about all these stories. Where's your stories? Are you possessed with God? I saw that devil possessed lady. She was running on all four. I wonder what God can do if he was in somebody. Hmm. Yeah. What can you do with God? Always be ready to give the gospel at work to your neighbors. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all fiery darts of the wicked. Let your faith grow. Just believe God. And take the helmet of salvation. Always remember, I'm saved. I'm saved by the blood. I got nothing to lose. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Are you willing to choose God's way today, tonight? Are you finished with your way? Oftentimes, we struggle with the same things because we're not really finished. We don't like the results and the fruit of the sin, the corruption. And that's why we, Lord, help me to get out of it. But we love fulfilling the temptation when it comes around the next time. Are you done with it? Are you ready to receive God's way? Are you ready to put on what God has given you? Are you ready to walk with your God and stand in the gap and stop making excuses for every little thing to take you out of there? And there's always an empty gap. Who's going to fill this gap? What happened to so-and-so? Oh, they had to do laundry. What happened to so-and-so? Oh, you know how it is. Every little thing takes us out from our walk with God. And when the flesh calls, we're right there. When Jesus calls, where are we? God seeks for a man and a woman of God to stand for the land before him. Would you be before God? Let's all stand. If God spoke to your heart, listen, we need some women and men of faith to just believe God. You say, listen, I'm living in sin. I messed up my life. If you can be as good as Rahab, You can be as good as just a hedge to stand there and be there for God. God will use you. He'll never turn you down. Maybe you're here today and you don't know Christ as your Savior. Religion can't save you. You must be born again, Jesus said. You must be born again. Your life is over. You need Christ. Would you receive him today? Let's come down. If God has spoken to your heart, Make this altar available for everyone to come and decide, Lord, I'm done with my life. I'm going to stand in the gap and make up the hedge for you. Increase my faith. Help me to stand in these last days. Help me not to get involved with the affairs of this life with flesh and blood matters. There's a higher battle going on, a bigger battle. The love of Christ must be made known there's people without hope right outside our doors you share the hope there's people headed to hell and you hold the very key which is Christ would you make up the hedge are you done 
with who you are and pick up the cross that God laid down for you to carry. Are you willing to drop your nets and follow Jesus and become a disciple for God? Oh, he'll provide. You just got to be willing to go. He'll make the way. You just got to have faith. Put on the whole armor of God. Maybe you're here today and you just feel like you cannot go. Satan's got too strong a hold for you. But greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Jesus has never given up on you. He loves you just the same. And when he saved you, he made an agreement and a contract with you that he will never leave you. And he'll never forsake you. No matter what sin you committed, he's got forgiveness for that. No matter how deep a pit you dug yourself in, his hand stretches deep, deeper than you can ever go. To the lowest depths, to the deepest caves, Jesus can go there. And he will go there for you. Are you here today and you're struggling with something in your life? You don't know how to give it up. Same old sin. The weight and sin which doth easily beset you. That means every time it knocks, some reason you just give in. God's got hope for that as well. Maybe you're struggling with some type of addiction, whether it be drugs, pornography, gambling, whatever it is, God's got hope for that. He'll set you free. And he'll tell you, rise up and walk. Take up thy bed and show everyone that you were once laying in that crippled bed and now you can carry it. I'll give you the power. I'll give you the strength. You just got to get up and go. The greatest of all miracles was when my Jesus saved me. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me. People praying. God is still moving. We need this. We need God to work. God spoke to your heart. Write that down. Lord, Lord spoke to my heart tonight about this. He loves me. He still cares for me. He wants me. He'll use me. If God spoke to you, he's calling you. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. They try to shush the blind man up, but he got louder. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Until Jesus said, no, look, bring him, bring him. And they said, be at peace, old man. He calleth for thee. Oh, and the best came after. When Jesus opened his eyes, once he was blind, but now he sees. 
Sometimes you don't see how God is going to do it until he opens your eyes. How's God going to get me through this? Until he opens your eyes. Jesus can do it. He's got the power. Make the decision tonight that you're going to stand. Even if I mess up again, I'm still going to stand. I'm not going anywhere this time, Lord. I'm not going to let anything take me out. You say, I can still stand even if I mess up. Sure you can. You just got to be a bush. That's all. Just be there. And when you, if you do sin, you confess it. And you rejoice in his forgiveness. God, thank you for forgiving me again. Give me strength next time not to fall. You're too good to me, Lord. I can't do it any longer, Lord. You're too good. And the goodness of God, when you realize how good God is, he just leads you closer to repentance and you start seeing his face. The beauty and glory of our Savior. And you don't want it to go away ever again. And you know what will take it away. Your pride, stubbornness, and sin. And then you start saying, I don't want that any longer. I just want my Jesus. I just want my Savior. I just want to get closer to him. I just want to do more for him. And as your sight starts clearing up and you start seeing the face of the Savior, the things of this world, it starts growing strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. But the greatest of all miracles was when my Jesus saved me. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me. Father in heaven, Lord, people are still praying. I pray, oh God, please, oh God, we need to have a change of heart. That's what repentance is, a change of heart, a 180, a turn. Have we not realized that sin is so destroying and destructive and empty. If we could all realize, even the feeling of being here in your presence right now, how satisfying it is, as if we don't even want it to end, as if we don't even want to go to work tomorrow, as if we don't even want to go back into the world. Just a glimpse of glory is worth it all. We know when we see you face to face, we shall be like you, for we shall see you as you are. Lord, help us, I pray, to be in your presence every day in prayer. Help us to put on that armor of God. I mean, we be able to withstand in these wicked, evil days and stand in that gap before you for the land that we may see all people come to Christ. Can we lead the whole world to Christ, this little church? Yes, we can, one soul at a time. I pray, Lord, it will start like a fire burning from this building outward. May it grow. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask, fill us with power, keep us from temptation, deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Amen. God bless. Listen, we have food downstairs. If you're uh, able to stay, go downstairs. We're going to have fellowship downstairs. And I'm going to be praying for everybody to, uh, tonight and tomorrow. Tomorrow we have our third night of revival. If you're able to, please come out. Don't, if God has worked in your heart tonight, don't let it stop. Be here tomorrow night as well. 7 p.m. God wants to see you out. I told you stop.